Hey guys, it's Emma and Maggie and welcome back to another episode of Love You Bye. Today we have a very special guest on the show. We're so excited to have her on and she's an entrepreneur, content creator and alignment coach. We're so excited to ask her all questions on human design, manifesting astrology and dive into it all. Please welcome Nadia Khaled. Hello, ladies. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. We're so excited to have you on and to hear about everything you have to talk about. And we start off every single episode with our peak in the pit of the week. So we just share like a quick little highest and lowest point of our week with the listeners if you want to start off. Okay, love that. That's so cute. Okay, so let's start with a high point. Um, I've had a lot of clients message me this week just saying how excited and like grateful they are being halfway through the coaching journey now. Um, like things keep coming through. Cause so for context, I'm a manifestation slash alignment coach. And so I'm working with a lot of clients right now. And so there, sometimes there are weeks where I get like an inf, like a flood of messages from certain clients. Cause they're just on a high vibe and they're doing so well. Um, so that's been something that really just makes me really happy. Cause obviously this is why I do it. It's such a fulfilling feeling knowing that you're having such an impact on someone's life. So that would definitely be my high point. And then my low point would probably be that I had to push the launch date for my app. I, I have an affirmation app that's like in development right now, um, but we've had a few like glitches and stuff. So that's been kind of disheartening, but it's going. I mean, we, we had to push it a little bit, but it's still on the way. So that I, I would say would be my low point. Oh my God, that's still so exciting though. Yeah. That's so exciting. I can't wait to see it when it comes out and like use it. Yes. Oh my gosh. I can't like, it's been such a interesting experience being on the app development side. Cause it's not something that I've ever like dabbled in before, but there's so much that goes into it. And it's just so exciting. Imagining people like you guys literally using it and being able to incorporate it into your like personal development routine. So I'm excited too. Emma, do you want to go next? Sure. I'll go. In. Okay. I'll start with my, let me think. Um, I have a couple like high points and like not that many low points. That's good. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a low one right now because I know of all my high ones, but a low could probably be, um, what could my low be? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I'll start with a high. My highs are I decorated for Christmas already (laughs) and I'm so excited for that. Like I'm just so excited. And I was playing Christmas music this morning, putting my tree together. Like we have a fake tree. So I was putting like the pieces together, not decorating it fully yet. But I hung up stockings. I lit Christmas candles. Like I got a wreath. I like did all the stuff, garland, everything. It's not fully done yet, but I just wanted to kind of get the stuff up because I honestly had nowhere else to put it. So I was just like, might as well put it up now. I love how the second it it turns to November, everyone is like Christmas. Oh, Christmas. I know. (laughs) I love it. I saw someone post yesterday. They were like, justice for Thanksgiving. (laughs) People forgetting about Thanksgiving. Literally. They just skip straight to the holidays with Christmas. That's what I thought. I was like, wait a minute. Like Thanksgiving, I totally forgot that that's like not Christmas. But anyway. And then another high... I just love, I don't know, I just love this season when it's like turning into the holiday season. I don't know why, but Fuzzy it's vibes. all around Christmas today. Yeah, it's so cozy. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a low. I think it's a good thing that you didn't have a low. I think yeah. let's celebrate the highs. That's that's like amazing. That's so true. We were, I was talking about that at dinner last night, like not having 
like I don't know everyone just celebrating like all the good things because then you don't focus on the bad stuff so there you go I agree yeah what about you Maggie my peak this week has been hmm I think honestly that I just overall have felt like myself again like I have talked about it before on the podcast but I went through a period of time where I was just going through a lot of change and growth and just like a season of life where I didn't really feel like myself and I feel like I really have kind of like gained my sparkle back and I I don't know it just feels really good and I just feel just so much better and I feel like even little things I've noticed like my mindset has just been better and like my confidence and my energy levels my mood and so that's been really good and my pit this week um okay I think the only thing that has kind of been a pit is that I have been waking up at like very early in the morning like four o'clock in the morning and not being able to fall back asleep and I don't know why I had like a nightmare last night and it woke me up. And then I, after that, I was like so scared that I couldn't fall back asleep. But other than that, everything's been great. Like you, Emma, I don't really have any complaints. I mean, the feeling of getting back to yourself after not feeling like yourself for so long is just so refreshing. Like, okay, I didn't lose myself forever. She's back now. I know. Um, and I think everybody has been kind of going through a dip in energy levels and like the the collective consciousness is just not in a good place right now. So. Uh-huh. Um, it just, it'd be like that sometimes it's tough, but hopefully it'll pass quickly. I've been feeling so tired lately. Yeah. Uh, me and all of my friends have been saying the same thing. Like we've all, all been going to bed so early. Mm-hmm, um, and also like I've been waking up really early in the morning as well. And I'm like, I can't sleep and it's so annoying, but yeah, hopefully it just resets soon. I know a lot of people have been dealing with the same thing. I feel like everybody's been talking about it. Yeah. It's unfortunate, something's but going on. <laughs> something's happening. Something is shifting for sure. Nadia, can you explain what alignment coaching is for anyone who doesn't know and how did you get started with it? That's a great question. So I would start this story from when I got fired in 2021. So originally I graduated with my degree in psychology, my bachelor's in psychology, and then I became a substance abuse counselor with the intention of getting my master's to become a therapist. So I was always in the like helping profession, um, but then I started posting on TikTok and my videos started going viral and I filmed a few TikToks at work, like with my coworkers, and they went so mega viral that my the director saw it and he basically called me into the office and was like, yeah, you're done, don't come back. And I was like, All right, fun. Wow. Um, Yeah, and at that point, I had already been thinking about, okay, I would love to have a career in social media. I would love to kind of break out of the matrix of having to be a therapist and kind of go go through the schooling and the rigor of it. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take this as a sign from the universe that I've been asking for a bigger career and a bigger, like a uh, social media career. And now I just got fired from my job. So I'm just gonna go ham and just see how I can get into the social media space. And that's when I started doing like brand collaborations and posting more videos and doing things like that. But then I started reading books because I've always loved to read and I've always loved like psychology and human behavior. That's why I wanted to get my master's 
um, and therapy and like helping people in that way. But I started reading books that had more to do with like manifestation. And like the first one I read was Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, which by the way, if you've never read that book, go buy it right now, like yesterday, it's so good. Um, But Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, The Power of Now, all of these more like spiritual manifestation, but also human um, behavior and psychology. And I started learning so much and I started applying it to my life to be more intentional about manifesting like specific outcomes. And so it started working and I was like, holy shit, like I manifested a brand deal with L'Oreal with, with like this specific amount of money I wanted to make. It was crazy. Like I had written it down word for word in my journal um, and it all came came true. And so I was like, oh my God, this is so fun. And then I came across something on TikTok of this girl talking about how she's a coach. And I was like, whoa, hold on, coaching. Cause at that point I was still enrolled in my master's cause I was like, okay, I'm just gonna figure it out from here. Um, but she started talking about coaching and I was like, I could totally be a coach. Are you joking? Like I was going to be a therapist, but as a coach, nothing is regulated. I don't have to have a certification. I don't have to go through all this, whatever. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm going to be a coach. I'm going to manifest that. I'm going to manifest a full roster of coaching clients, um, helping them basically master the same process I did when it comes to using things like human design, when it comes to manifestation principles, quantum physics, psychology, the whole nine to really change who you are from the inside out and change the way that you're experiencing your reality. So you can be more intentional and become what's called like a conscious creator, right? So instead of life happening to you, it's happening through you and you're now able to like create your reality with more intention. So that's kind of how it started. And in terms of like alignment coaching, um, like what it is and what it's, how it's defined, I think like I have my own really specific lane of coaching that I call alignment coaching, but the whole underpinning of it is that people come to me because they feel like something is so off with their life. Either they have a career they really want, but they're stuck in their current career. They really want to manifest a relationship and they feel so like frustrated that nothing in their love life is moving. So they just come to me being in a state of like misalignment. And so I, help them learn about their human design map, their astrology birth chart to figure out like, who did you come here to be? What is your purpose? What is your main mechanisms of how you came here to manifest? Because it looks different for everyone. It's not a one size fits all. Um, And so I started working with clients to help them do that and kind of raise their vibration, get their energy into alignment. That's why I call it alignment coaching. And so that's kind of how it started. That's what it is. Um, And it's just the best thing ever. I, I freaking love, love being an alignment coach. So yeah, I hope that answered the question. That, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And I feel like when you're helping people and when you're doing something you love and you're passionate about, it doesn't feel like work at all. Oh my God, never. Like it's the best feeling ever. Yes, oh my God. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping women specifically with their career because I have felt it firsthand, the difference between a nine to five that is just not for you and a career that literally doesn't feel like work. Like I wake up in the morning still to this day and I'm like, holy shit, this is really my life. Like I just get to hop on these calls with my clients and they're all, they all feel like my soulmates. It's so weird. Like everybody I've attracted as a client has genuinely felt like I would be your bestie in real life. I'm not even joking. Like I'm so grateful to be able to have the space to to coach them and work with them. And yeah, it really is a dream come true so I'm really grateful for that I feel like because you're living in alignment so everything's Mm -hmm. like really falling into place and yeah everything just feels right and Mm -hmm. that's awesome what are some of the like steps when you first are meeting with a client also are you like accepting new clients like what is your roster like in the process like in case anyone listening wants to become one of your clients yes oh my god thank you so much for asking these questions so um i am currently accepting clients i have like a a wait list that i have that where we're always adding people onto it and as soon as i have an opening we get them on a call um to see if they'd be a good fit so um and i'll go more into that process in a second but basically 
the coaching process, it's all the, the work that I'm doing right now is all one on one. And so there's no formula that I run everyone through. It kind of just depends on where you're at. Like I really like to meet my clients exactly where they are. Um, and it depends on what their needs are and where they're misaligned in the moment. And once I kind of get a feel for their energy on that first call, I'm like, okay, I know now I kind of have a better understanding of where we need to go from here with some people. It's like, um, if, well, first of all, before anything, I'm taking a deep dive into both of their charts, their human design map and their astrology birth chart, because that just gives so much insight as to what they might be struggling with and what they need in order to feel like energetically aligned. And so once I look at, for example, their energy type with human design, um, which is one of five, they're either manifester, manifesting generator, generator, projector, or reflector. Um, and once I get that information, I'm like, okay, um, let's figure out where they are the most misaligned right now. And so if it's somebody, for example, who's just really miserable and they're nine to five and they're a generator, which by the way, I want I think Maggie, you might be a gem generator. No, actually both of you guys are generators. I pulled up your maps. Um, and the way it is with generators is that you guys are literally here to find what you love and only do that and say no to anything that does not light you up. So oftentimes when a generator comes to me and they're like really, really unaligned in their career, they're like, I can't stand my job. I'm so sick of it. Oftentimes they're in such a low vibration. They're so miserable that I'm like, okay, I'm not just going to be like, we're going to manifest a whole brand new reality right now. Like, what do you want? It's more at that point about figuring out how to find happiness in their everyday life and raise their vibration a little bit um, and help reconnect them with the idea that like you need to be filling your time. Like all of the things that you're doing with what you don't like in your career right now is actually draining you of all your energy. I like to compare generators to like um, busy bees who just, they need to be doing things that they enjoy because then they'll have infinite energy to be doing it. And as soon as they do something they don't like, it will literally deplete them so quickly. I compare them to like kindergartners. Like if you it's ask crazy because I feel that way. Like yeah, that makes too. complete sense to me. Yeah. 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 Like, and the thing with generators is you guys are, um, I compare you guys to kindergartners, right? If you ask a kindergartner to do three hours of math homework, are they really going to have the energy to do that? They're going to be like, no, hell no. Like, leave me alone. But then if you say go to recess for three hours, they're like, hell yeah, I have all the energy in the world to play for three hours. So it's like for generators, it's like, again, when they, when a generator comes to me and they're so, so miserable, I'm like, okay, let's ha like help you incorporate things in your everyday life that are going to help you be a little happier and, and get the energy from that thing that you're doing that you love so much. And then we kind of go from there about like, okay, so now that you're feeling better about your life, where's, what is it that you want to do instead? Like, what is your dream career? We kind of do a written blueprint of what, what their dream life actually looks like and what their dream self looks like. Um, and then we kind of work on how to implement that and kind of bring that version of themselves and that version of their life into the present moment with lots of cool tips and tricks and tools and things. So that's kind of like, um, a rundown of where I start with them. But in terms of like the order and like exactly what benchmarks we hit, it's different for everyone because everyone has such different needs. But yeah, that's that's that. I love that you cater it to everyone's needs and like what they want to change in their life and where they're mm -hmm. struggling. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like sometimes, especially with like getting tips from people online, it can be so general, but what you do is so specific. So it's so helpful to people. Like I really believe like you can do anything you set your mind to. And mm -hmm. especially when you dive deeper into all of these things, like with your chart and just because it tells you so much about you as a person, mm -hmm. I feel like it can really change your life. It really, really can. Yeah, I've seen it 
with so many people of like, they'll, they'll be like, before they come to me, they have no idea about any of this stuff. They're like, I don't even know human design. I only know that I'm like a Scorpio or like a cancer sign. I don't know anything else. And then by the end of the coaching process, they're like, oh my God, like they have their whole map memorized and they really understand themselves at such a deep level. Because like you said, all the advice that people see on usually on like social media and stuff, it's so generalized and it doesn't fit for everybody. So it's like when they come into my space and I'm like, well, it's because this is how you actually operate. This is your, your blueprint. It's so much easier for them to be like, okay, well then maybe I shouldn't do that because my energy system literally gets so depleted when I do something of that nature. So yeah, it is really helpful and I'm excited that I get to use it with all my clients. I'm excited to see like what, hear about our chart. So Me too. Emma, do you want to hear yours first or do you sure. want to dive into mine first? We can do you. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we'll do Emma's first. I do want to give you guys, because I feel like people listening to this episode maybe don't have a solid understanding of really what human design is. So just for context, like I said, human design gives you the answers of how you're here to, or how you're meant to manifest and like what you are, what purpose you're here to fulfill. So you have within the elements of your chart, which is calculated based on your birthday, your birth time and your birth location. What it generates for you is your um, energy type is the biggest one. So like I said, there are those five main energy types. They all have different purposes, different reasons for being here, different things that they're meant to achieve. So you have your energy type and then you also have your authority, which is your intuition. And this is like the coolest part. Um, a lot of people come to me because they have certain goals and they're like, well, what do I need to do? What's the action step? Like, how do I get from point A to point B? Like, if I want to become an influencer, if I want to be like a, become a coach, like what's the, like the way that I need to get there? How can I map that out? And I'm like, you don't need to map that out. You just need to use your intuition because when you're trying to map things out with your logical mind, you're coming from a very, very limited set of data because your logical brain only has access to what it's seen and experienced before, right? All your memories, all the things you've seen other people do. So your logical mind is always trying to extrapolate that into the future and be like, okay, what are the logical steps from what I know that, that I need to do in order to get to this place? And I'm like, if you can just learn how to follow your intuition, that will give you all the answers because your intuition comes from a place of of your higher self who has access to literally all the information and all of the shortcuts and all the ways that it would that you can get to your destination the most quickly and so if you learn how to follow the little intuitive nudges that you get throughout the day and honor those you'll automatically be moving in alignment with your goals just because you can't see it and you don't know on a mental level like where it's taking you doesn't mean it's not happening it's just and so going back to human design everyone's intuition shows up differently and it's called your authority so based on your authority you'll know how does my intuition speak to me how does my high yourself actually communicate to me in the 3d and how can i start following those nudges to make sure that i'm moving in alignment with my goals so you have your um, authority you also have your gifts which are really special little talents that you have that you're meant to use to like basically help raise the vibration of the of the universe um, or of the world and then you also have if you're a specific or non-specific manifester which is also huge if you're a non-specific manifester you don't really need to know all the specific details quantities and qualities of what you want to manifest it's more so just about the feeling what's the feeling you want to have let the universe kind of fill in the gaps. But if you're a specific manifester, you probably have really specific visions of what it is that you want to experience down to the quantity, down to the quality, and you're meant to put those down um, when you're manifesting stuff. So that's like a general overview of human, human design. And now going into, we said we're going to do Emma's first, right? Mm-hmm. Let me pull up your map, darling. Hold on. So you're both generators. Um, and again, as a generator, you're here to find what really lights you up and only do that. So every every decision you ever make in your life should be categorized as either a hell yes or a hell no and nothing, nothing in between. If anything lands in the middle for you, and you'll know because you're... Um, 
your authority is emotional. What's a type of decision that maybe you struggle with answering sometimes or like a, like a question you struggle with answering or something along those lines? A decision that I struggle with answering is like, doing things sometimes in public like I don't I don't love going like not in public but like I feel like sometimes if people are like let's go out to dinner and I'm like oh like I kind of just want to stay home I like mm-hmm. feel bad for st- saying Ooh. no yes but okay. and I feel like I have to say yes and then I end up saying yes but then I'm like wait a minute like I actually can't make it like I just am like so you know okay interesting so let me give you some context into that so for you like again with your decision making it's a very very simple hell yes or hell no and if there's anything inside you that's like "Mm, I don't really know that's literally literally your higher self we're gonna call her Emma 2.0 communicating to you right now and she's like babe don't do this it's not aligned you're not gonna Mm -hmm. like it it's not gonna be fun and like I have a lot of clients that I've worked with where they're they have very similar situations they're like well I was gonna go out to that dinner I was gonna go hang out with my friends but like when they asked me I was like "Eh, I don't know but I just decided to go and I'm like okay so you went did you have fun and they're like no I was miserable and I'm like okay like you literally had the warning sign that you were not gonna have a good time here you just have to follow it and the other thing is remember that like when you are being pulled um, to not do something, spending your time the way you actually feel like spending your time is going to be way more aligned for you energetically. So if you do just stay home when you feel like staying home, you will find that you have a much better time. It feels so much more relaxed. It feels so much more like rejuvenating. Um, and then going back to your authority, your authority is, is the same as mine. It's, it's emotional. And so what that means is like people like you and me need a lot of time with our decisions before we really have a lot of clarity as to what the right answer is. And you'll know because So we're very emotional people, right? Whenever you are grappling with a certain decision or you're trying to figure out what way you should go, for example, let's say you have a brand collaboration or like a a brand deal that just came in and you're trying to figure out, do I want this? Do I not want this? Sit with it for a little bit and let yourself ride the wave of emotional moods that you're going to experience relative to it, right? So it's like, okay, sit with it, working with this brand. Okay, this feels really exciting right now. I could totally do this. But then maybe two days later, you're like, Mm, not really feeling the vibes too much with that one. So wait for the dust to settle emotionally and then you'll have the clarity that you'll need because then your emotions will tell you over time and be like, okay, yeah, we're actually really not feeling this one. And you'll know because the right one will still make you feel excited after the dust has settled. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes so much sense. So that's your authority and then your profile, which is basically two numbers um, that represent your personality, the way you see yourself and the way other people see you. So you're probably the person between the two of you guys that's more of like the people person who really likes talking to people and really likes socializing and making connections. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally in your chart. And then you're the six. Yeah, and then the six is the wise sage. So what that means is that you are you have a lot of really natural inner wisdom that you're meant to like rely on and use. But for, usually for people who have the six in their in their profile, the first thirty years of your life, your inner wisdom actually kind of takes a back seat because you're trying to experiment, kind of see what do I want my life to look like? How should I be doing things? And then usually from the age of 30 and beyond, you're able to be much more selective about what you do and you're able to kind of ma- amplify the voice of your inner wisdom and then kind of live in alignment from there. So that's your your profile, yeah. Um, and for you, you're really good at like, influencing people, specifically the people that are really in your close circle, like your close inner circle. You probably have a really, um, powerful influence over those close connections that you have that make it really easier for you to like make a really big impact and people just want to hear what you have to say about things so that is your that is your profile and it sounds like that resonated with like the people person stuff honestly like it yeah I feel like I kind of am like for example when I'm with Maggie Maggie is like the person and she's like the talking and like you know but then I feel like when I'm not with Maggie I'm like 
the one who's talking. <laughs> like I, <laughs> Maggie, not to like say, not to like be mean or anything, but like seriously, like whenever you and I are together, like you do the talking and I just like kind of sit back and like let her do it. But then when I'm not with her, it's like then I'm the one who's like doing the talking. So interesting. So the people person part of you is actually the way that you see yourself. You see yourself okay. as the people person, whereas other people see you as somebody who's really wise. So remember how I was saying it's, those are the two sides for you. You're the wise sage and the people person. So yeah. you see yourself as being somebody who's really social and likes to connect with people. But then the yeah. way the world sees you is as the wise sage, like the person who just like knows their shit, knows what they're talking about and like wants to know how they should be moving through things. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 You're a specific manifester, so you probably have a very, very clear idea of what your goals are and what you want to experience. Like if you were to think about your dream house, you could probably describe it to me down to the color of your of your like roof and like the window panels and all that good stuff, which is really cool um, to have that because as someone who's a non-specific manifester, it can be so frustrating when you don't know what your goals actually would look like. So um, I would recommend that every time you are manifesting and writing stuff in your journal, get very clear on those details because that's what you're gonna manifest. Wow. Yeah. You are so specific, Emma. I am very specific. And I noticed that like when I actually was very specific down to the T with like my manifestations and stuff, those are the ones that actually came true. The ones that I was just kind of like, oh, I this, this like didn't. Yeah. See, it's the opposite for non-specific. Every time I have put something very specific, it has not happened. So okay. it's so interesting that there's like a discrepancy there. Yeah. And I want to see with Maggie if you're specific or non-specific because that would be really interesting to compare you're also oh my god you're both specific look at you guys Ooh, I <laughs> yeah, feel like we are specific yeah. yeah yeah that's a superpower definitely lean into that and don't be afraid to make very specific requests to the universe okay it will honor those cool yeah. i'm gonna start doing that some more <laughs> i would also download the human design app and just do a deep dive it gives you explanations on literally all of this stuff um so i would definitely definitely look for the details there because it can give a lot of extra insight even more than i just gave you Let's see Maggie's chart. So you're also a generator. Same thing applies to you. You probably have a really low tolerance for anything that you don't genuinely love. Um, but your your intuition is different though. It's your authority is your sacral, which means that when, so with Emma's, it was emotional, right? Which means she needs some time to let the dust settle and see how she actually feels about something. Whereas the way your intuition works, it's like a, it's on or off. It's an on or off switch. So either yes, you're lit up by it or no, I don't have any reaction to this. So no, I'm not lit up by it. Or like, I'm actually repulsed by this. Get it away from me. So like, there's really anytime something falls in the middle and it's really cool actually, because with sacral authority, it's again, really simple. All you have to do is really tune into your body because it will come through on a visceral, like physiological level for you. And it could send, this is what I always tell my sacral clients. Like when you're making a decision it like literally just tune into your body and it might make a, a noise might be like a, Ugh. Mm -mm, I don't like that. Or it could be like a, oh my God, yes, I love that. So like, that's literally your higher self speaking to yes. me like, oh my God, go for that. Yeah, like that, right? Like that. I hear it all the time. Like mm -hmm. when I'm, oh my gosh. And even if I'm like talking to somebody and I can't show the emotion like inside, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. Or, oh my God, no. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like it's literally it like a spark. Like I notice. Yeah, I can see I, you when you like don't like someone, some, not someone, something, you can see it in your like expression. You literally go like, Oh, she yeah, feels. that's very, very sacral authority vibes. Like your intuition is not going to wait. It's going to be very instantaneous of like either this turns me on or I'm repulsed. No in between. Yeah. 
Um, but for you, your profile is a little bit different. You are, so your first number, which is how you see yourself is the wise sage, which that was the second number for Emma. That's how the world sees her. But the way you see yourself is, as the wise sage, which means for you, you also have a lot of natural, like inner wisdom, but for the first 30 years of your life, it's going to take the backseat a little bit while you kind of experiment and kind of maybe ask other people, what do you think I should do? Or, um, just kind of experimenting with things that maybe go against the grain of what you know, intuitively you need to be doing. But then for the, um, 30 and beyond, it's going to be way easier for you to like tune into your inner wisdom and, and be again, very selective about which experiences you actually want to do because you're like, no, no, no. I like this. I want this. This is for me. And this can choke. I don't want that by. So it's going to be really, really simple, um, from the age of 30 and beyond for you. And then you, the second number for you is the natural, which is how the world sees you. So People, you might get a lot of people that are like, oh my God, you're so good at that. How did you learn it? And you're like, I don't know. Like, I'm just really like naturally good at it. I didn't get any like certification. I didn't get whatever. So people see you as being really effortlessly talented with certain things. Um, and for a, a lesson for you is to not have to justify it or not have to be like, um, like feel weird about the fact that you're so good at something that takes maybe people years to study or like years to perfect or learn. Um, and you just have a lot of, again, really natural, um, natural talents that you lean on to to be successful in your everyday life so that's really cool i like does feel that, that too yeah mm -hmm. it does a lot um i was also going to mention for you your um life theme which is basically like your purpose like what you came here to actually accomplish is to create a feeling of safety and security by creating material wealth and success for others so you will benefit when you help make other people rich or give people like other people give other people material security that is so crazy because i feel like that's so me and i'm always looking to like help other people like just for an example my best friend mm -hmm. he just started a career on tiktok a year ago because he got declined from like a nine to five job and i was like no you're so funny you need to post on tiktok i've been telling you for years and now he's a full-time content creator and it just like makes me so happy yes. because i know that people have it in them to do what they want to do like to they don't have make to money do, out like, of it yes exactly mm -hmm. oh my god mm -hmm. that's so crazy yeah. So you'll notice the more you lean into that as your life theme, like the more you're like, yeah, this is my soul's mission. I'm here to do that, like on the regular and not stop. It's going to feel like literally a dream come true for you. Um, and let me see. I don't think I looked at, um, I don't think I looked at Emma's. Let me see what your life theme was. Um, oh, interesting. So your, your life theme is to nurture and share your ideals, which means like you're here to figure out what do I actually believe? What it, what was my value system? What do I like? And how can I like share that with other people? Um, and kind of put that out into the world. So cute. Does that resonate with you? <laughs> yeah, it does. Good. Yeah. So you can see how like just learning about really simple elements of your chart can help you be like, oh my God, holy shit. Like that is a theme and that's something I can totally lean more into. So yeah, yeah it's, it's awesome. Wow. So what are some things that you would recommend for me? Like, like things that I should do in order to like lean into that more, like what I'm like meant to be, like what you just said about how I like helping people and like be successful when it comes to like yes. making money and stuff. So this is across the board for both of you guys, because again, with human design, it tells you how you're meant to manifest and how you're meant to maximize on the opportunities around you. And so for you guys, it's really about responding. That's like the word for it. And that means that whenever you come across an opportunity, a person, a situation, a video, an image, anything that elicits that response out of you where you're like, 
oh my God, like for example, your friend, when he got fired from um, his job, you probably had this like light bulb moment of like, oh my God, like you should totally make a TikTok. You should totally do this full time, right? So like for you guys, the universe will literally give you the opportunities and you will know it's for you when you have that visceral response to it. When you have that like light up moment of like, oh my God, this feels good. That's your higher self being like, okay, cool. We've helped you cross paths with this situation. And now you can pursue that and kind of move forward with it. So it's actually really simple. Anytime you get that feeling, especially like when it comes to for you at Maggie with the like helping people create material wealth, anytime you come across an opportunity for it and you feel really good about it, all you need to do is just press the gas pedal and kind of go in from there. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So you guys are actually not meant to initiate. Like there are manifestors or another type of um, energy type. They're here to initiate, like start projects and like, put the first energy forward. Whereas generators and manifesting generators as well are just here to respond, not initiate. So if you ever feel like doing something, resist the urge to be like, I'm gonna go start this out of nowhere and just kind of like, you know, take it upon myself to, even though nothing in my environment sparked it for me, I'm just gonna do it on my own. Wait until you have that feeling of like being pulled to something and then pursue it from there. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. Um, wait, what was my number again? 62. I just wanted to, 62. So, okay. so 6-2 is the theme. And you can download the two. app and it'll tell you all of this stuff. It'll explain the numbers, um, the interpretations of everything. So you'll be able to do a deep dive in that. Okay. Do you also read, like, have you ever seen like that, um, the astral chart where it's like the world with the lines that go through? Astro like, cartography. I do read yeah. that too. Yeah. Okay. Because I've always wanted to know, a, like, learn more about that because yeah. I've looked at mine before I a few years ago. Day. Really? Yeah, because I was like, because we did it a few years ago. You and I did it together, I remember. And I was like, wait, like, I thought that there was one that, like, went through this certain place. And I was like, because literally it was three years ago when we lo last looked at them. So I wanted to look at it again to see, like, but I don't, under I don't know how to read it. I can show you. It's actually super, super simple. Do you have, do you guys have the maps pulled up? No, I don't, I don't have mine. Let me see. I can pull it up from my end. Let me just put your... So we're going to start with you, Maggie. I've been... I don't know why I've been breaking out into a British accent like... Okay, wait. Did, it's like insane. I <laughs> did the same thing after I watched the David Beckham documentary on Netflix. That might be what it was because I watched that That's a few weeks ago. Why. I haven't been watching Love Love Island. So I'm like, where is this coming from? And it's literally That was Victoria. literally me. Yeah. I swear after I watched it, I was like talking in a British accent. My boyfriend was like, what are you doing? Literally, let me be. Let me be delusional and act like I'm just a British woman. Like, can I just live my life? Um, I have clients that are from Britain and I'm, oh, oh my God, it's so fun because they'll talk to me in the accent and then I'll just talk back to them in the accent. And it's like, we're just having a car. It's, and they don't even care. They don't even mind it. They're like, okay, yeah, let's vibe. It's so funny. It's That's so funny. cool. Um, but Maggie, I have your chart pulled up. By the way, this is so interesting. You guys both have your son at 29 degrees. That's a fame degree. So that's, it probably has to do with why it was so easy for you. Or I mean, I'm assuming it was kind of simple for you guys to just post and then like gain this whole following. It was, yeah. Yeah, it's because anytime you have a, pl a major placement that's at 29 degrees, 29 is a Leo degree. So it's all about being in the spotlight, being kind of like the center of attention in the limelight. So that's probably super, super easy for you guys. Um, and then also, Maggie, you have a Leo North node, which also indicates that your destiny or purpose has to do with fame and kind of being in the spotlight. Um, but when it comes to your big three, so obviously, Maggie, you're a Scorpio sun, right? So probably like super intense, very emotional, very in tune with your emotions. 
Um, but your cancer rising really does give you that like softness, that like um, a very approachable kind of like nurturing energy. And you probably get that from people as well because your rising sign is your first impression kind of energy. It's the first vibe that people get from you. Um, and with can every time I meet a cancer rising, it's just they have this like sweetness to them. Even if their sun sign is like super fiery and like passionate, if they have a cancer rising, it kind of like mellows it out a little bit, makes it very like down to earth, very humble, very like just sweet. Like I just want to give you a hug. And then you also have a Taurus moon, which is just like me. We're moon sign twins, which is so cute. Wait, um, I always thought I was an Aries moon. Oh, no, baby. You're a Taurus moon. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no way. Yes. Wait, and I will so, say, yeah. What does that mean? Because I always thought I was an Aries moon. So your moon sign speaks to your um, emotional uh, emotional urges, your instinctive urges, kind of what you need to feel safe and secure. It's kind of who you are also when nobody is around um, and there's no like external conditioning that's that's playing around with how you're showing up. So being a Taurus moon, is that's actually what we call an exalted sign. So the the moon likes being in Taurus. It's like a comfortable, like, because the, the signs themselves are really similar. Um, or the moon is similar to to Taurus. But anyways, for you, you might be somebody who thrives when your environment is very aesthetic. It's very like it gives you a little bit of a luxury vibe, very cozy. Um, you're probably very attuned to your like physical senses. So you like things that feel really soft or feel re like have that, that element of sensuality to it. Um, and you are also Taurus moons are, are notorious for being very emotionally collected. Like they're just so good at processing how they feel. They're very like harmonious people in general. And just like your, your whole big three in general is very harmonious. So you might, you are probably someone who comes across as very just like sweet and put together and just like, you know, when you meet someone and you can, you can tell they have a lot of, um, like inner turmoil or like things that they're dealing with it, for somebody that has a big three, like yours, that's so compatible with each other. It's a very, like, it gives the vibe of like yeah, I'm good and I'm happy with myself and I love the world and I love people. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the vibes for the big three on that. And um, the other thing with Taurus moon is that your, your moon also speaks to how you kind of process things. So you might be someone who takes a really... Um, really takes your time when you are acclimating to something new or someone new like you really like to be slow about it and be intentional and thorough about it so that's kind of your big three um and you also have a really nice venus placement it's in libra which is like the best literally any astrologer will tell you it's the best venus sign um so you're probably really good in like relationships too um and it's in the, your venus is in the fourth house so you probably have a really really close relationship with your family members yeah i do <laughs> i really do so cute so yeah, that's kind of like a, a main breakdown of like the major, your big three and your Venus and your North Node and things like that. Let's see with Emma. Let me pull it up here really quickly. Yeah, Emma, you have um, a much different much different balance in your chart. It's so interesting. You have two Leo placements. You're a Leo rising and a Leo moon. Um, and... I feel like anytime somebody has Leo, that much Leo in their big three, they're just so comfortable being in the spotlight. Like it's like the way I've read it or like the way I've seen it described is like Leo risings in particular always kind of have this feeling that like they're always being photographed or like they're always being watched or whatever. So it's almost like they get to be like, like it's like they're, they're in their own reality show. They're walking around their house and they almost feel like they have the spotlight on them. It's just like an innate natural part of you. Um, and then with the Leo moon as well, it's just very... Just very comfortable putting yourself and your and your life and kind of how you're feeling on display because there's a part of you that just feels so natural in that um, element. 
Um, but you do have a cancer sun and it's also, like I said, at 29 degrees. So fame is just super, super, super easy for you to come by. Um, and cancer sun, I, it's so interesting. Cause anytime I have, I see somebody with a cancer and Leo in their big three, it's always very, um, not standoffish energy, but it's like, it's going to take me a minute to, to vibe with you. Like I kind of need to suss you out first and kind of see how I feel about you. But then when I really like you, you will see literally all of it. Like you will know exactly who I am and how I am. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the main thing for you. And then your North node is also in cancer. So your cancer North node being conjunct or in the same sign as your sun um, means that it's really, really easy for you to tap into expansive energy that helps you really move forward in your career and your aspirations and the things that you're meant to be pursuing. Like that's something that just comes very naturally to you. So yeah, that's kind of a rundown on your chart and the elements of your chart. Does that resonate with you at all? Mm-hmm. Love that. So cool. Yeah, so that's kind of a rundown of your of your guys' charts. It's so interesting. I still am shocked that I'm a Taurus. Right. <laughs> if Wait, you look Taurus into Taurus moon. Taurus moon, if you look into it, you're probably going to be like, oh my God, this describes me way yeah, more Yeah, because I remember I used to read like Aries, stuff about Aries moon and I'd be like, okay. Mm. Like I would just be like, eh. Like it was never, it never really resonated with me. Yeah, I would honestly say Aries and Taurus are super, super different with, I mean, one is fire, one is earth. One yeah. is super, like, like, Aries is very just like, I'm, I'm going to feel really intense about something, but then five seconds later, I'm like over it. It's like whatever. Whereas Taurus is like very different. Taurus is like, I'm going to sit with myself for a minute and I'm going to feel this all the way out. And I want to really just be patient with myself. So very different energies. That's like what I usually need. I like need a minute. Very Taurus vibes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. Okay. What about the, um, map chart? Let's see. Let's pull that one up. Astro cartography. It's so interesting once you like dive deeper into all this stuff, like how much it re- really resonates and how mm-hmm. like it just describes a person perfectly. One time I was like down a rabbit hole on TikTok watching stuff about the map because, and people were trying to say that there was like a certain thing in your map that like will tell you when you're going to get married yep. or something. Like I saw that and I'm wondering, Emma, if yours. Like what yours says, since you're getting married next summer. Like, I wonder if it like predicted that. (laughs) Oh, exciting. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to give you guys um, the information to my astrologer that has done my own birth chart interpretation for me literally from the other day. He is so good and will give you all of that information, like transits, timings, um, and also just everything about your map that's super relevant to you in the moment. So you guys should totally, totally do one of those. It, It would be... And you can like put together a list of questions as well if you have specific things you want to know that he can answer for you. So, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so we are starting with Emma. Let me pull up your chart. So, astrocartography kind of lays your birth chart over an actual map of the world and it tells you what your energetic hotspots are based on the lines that are crossing over. And it's a hotspot where anytime you see a line within 600 miles of that line um, is an energetic hotspot for you related to that particular placement. So you still have sometimes moon, you have Jupiter. It just depends where it is on the chart. Um, So Emma, for you, um, let me see this. Is Boston close to you guys? Yeah, we live in Boston. Oh, oh my God. Okay, cool. Because you actually have... um, Let me see what this line is really quick. There's a line literally going straight straight through Boston, which means like hella energetic hotspot. Um, but let me see what sign is actually there though. Um, oh, and Neptune. Interesting. Okay. So your Neptune line is, goes right over Boston, which means that when you are in, 
in Boston, it's probably really easy for you to connect with your like dreamy, like what are my aspirations kind of side. Also like, um, let me look up in particular, hold on, cause there's a really good um, interpretation for that. Okay, so with Neptune, while this placement could foster creativity and spirituality, it could also bring with it illusion and confusion. Artistic and musical pursuits would do well here, but maybe not a good place for the long run because you may fall into rose tinted glasses. So that's Boston for you or like that area mm. in general. So again, like really connected to like the the spirituality of things and just like the um, bigger picture, like dreams and things like that. But in terms of the long term, probably not the best place because it can be easy for you to fall into like the, the world is how I want to see it, not how it actually is. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Yep. Yeah. So there's that. And then is there any other area of the world that you want to know more about in terms of like how it interacts with your energy? Or is there anywhere you've traveled to where you're like, oh my God, I felt so aligned here? You felt aligned, I feel like in Orange County. Like every yeah. time we go to California, you always loved it. Ooh, okay. So you do have, let me see this. You do have a line there and it's actually your Mercury. Okay, so in Orange County or in, in California in general, you may feel like it's really easy for you to communicate and express yourself and like network with people. Um, and you probably just have a really clear way of articulating yourself and your ideas. And you might feel more inclined okay. to share them with other people while you're there. Yeah, that makes sense. What about Oregon? <laughs> Oregon. Do any go through there? Um, how far away is Seattle from like I feel like literally right far. next to Portland. It's like an hour or not even an hour. I don't know. I couldn't tell Interesting. you. Interesting. So you do have a um, your sun line, I believe that's kind of close by to there. So what you might notice um, when you're in that place is that like you just feel really in your element. You just feel really good. This is like my natural self. I just feel like Aww. really good energy most of the time. Yeah. And it would be easy for you to recover from anything that like didn't go too well. So yeah, I think Oregon would be a, a good spot for you Cute. for sure. Yeah. Love that. Let's see. Let's see this now. Um, oh my God, you also have a line going straight through Boston, but your sun sign is in Boston. So you probably thrive when you're in like Massachusetts in general. Um, yeah, I really do. Yeah, it's somewhere where you're really in your like element. Just you feel really good, feel, feel really high vibe, feel like it's easy to be your authentic self. Um, and then let me see, because I'm curious for you with the um, California. You, oh, that's an interesting placement. Let me look at that one. Uranus. Okay. So California is interesting for you. Um, California might be a place where you, um, feel like a rebel. You feel like you want to kind of challenge authority a little bit and you may feel like, um, let me look up the actual interpretation of it. Cause I have it here too. It could lead to unexpected circumstances and sudden change as well as rebellion, freedom, and authenticity. If you're seeking drastic change and innovation, it could be a really good place for you, but it may be destabilizing in the long run. So that's like the wow. California area for you in general. Um, you do also have your Neptune line that's kind of close to California as well, or like the coast of California, which is the same thing that we said for Emma's, which is that um, it could be a really great place for creativity and spirituality, but it could also lead to a little bit of illusion and confusion. Um, so you do really well with artistic and musical pursuits there, but it's just probably not the best for long term. Yeah, I feel better. that too when I go there. Like I have no desire to move there. And when mm -hmm. I'm there, like I like it, but it's like not my favorite place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that makes complete sense. It's literally how it is here. You do also have your Venus line that goes straight through. Um, wait, let me make sure that is actually Venus. No, just kidding. Your Mars sign goes straight through Miami. 
Oh my god, and, I love Miami. Yeah, so Miami is probably a place you really are like, oh my god, like I'm I'm a go getter. I'm really in my like dominant, like assertive, like I'm just gonna go and do it type of energy. Like I'm not shy at all. Um, so Miami would be a really good place for like business pursuits or like anything where you're required to like lead with your energy. Ooh, nice. I always feel so inspired after I go there. Like whenever I travel yeah. there, I'm always like, I get so inspired, and I just am like, I love it here. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, there you go. So if you're ever planning a move somewhere, you gotta yeah. look up your astro cartography map first and see how the energies will be for you. I know. It's so crazy. Like the more you look into it, how like the energies around different parts of the world mm-hmm. and how they affect you. Okay, so let's do a side by side comparison. Okay, your Venus placements are really, really compatible. So you guys probably show love in very similar ways and you connect with each other in very similar ways. Um, Because Maggie, you have a Libra uh, Venus and then Emma, you have a Gemini Venus um, and they're both air signs. So you guys probably bond a lot over talking and over like um, communicating your ideas and just like having really good stimulating conversations. Um, And (laughs) let me see with your Mars signs because I'd be interested to see... If there's anywhere, okay, no, Mercury. Okay, you guys also probably have really fluid communication between the two of you um, because Emma, you are a Cancer Mercury and then Maggie, you are a Scorpio Mercury. And so what that means, you know, like your Mercury sign is how you communicate and kind of how you um, how you talk, like your, your intellect, how you understand things, how you come across. So the fact that both of you have your Mercuries and water signs also means that you have a very open fluid channel of communication with each other. It's really easy for you to understand what the other is saying. You probably are the types to be able to look at each other and like, well, I mean, you're also sisters, so that would contribute to it as well. Like you probably have this really special connection where it's like, if one of you makes a face, it's like, yeah, I got that. Like, yeah, telepathic. (laughs) Um, the thing that I think would be a little bit of a, some tense energy would be between your moon signs. So you guys probably have very, you're both probably very stubborn when it comes to like how you feel and how you want to process things. And if somebody's going to tell you, well, you should do this, you'll be like, don't tell me what to do. I know what I want to do. Um, so that part could be a little bit of a clash, but it is also interesting because I have looked into like fame indicators and what kinds of placements would mean that you're, you would do well in the spotlight. And the fact that both of you do have fixed moon signs means that like, so when a sign is fixed, it means it's very, like I said, like stubborn, very like sits in how it feels and how it wants to do things. And it's not really subject to changing too much. It's very, very stable, very like, I know what I am, I know what I want, and this is it. So that's a really, really good placement for fame in general, because then when people say things about you or they try to push you in a certain direction, at the end of the day, when all, like all, everything is said and done, you're very sure of yourselves, you know who you are and how you like want to come across and anybody that kind of misconstrues that it's like that's your problem babe because I didn't even say that so that's kind of the vibes with anybody that has a fixed moon they do really well in the spotlight with that Um, and then in general I think the fact that you guys both have um, a good distribution of water signs like both of you are probably in general very emotional people and very kind of like sensitive people at times so that might be something that you bond over um and that just comes naturally to you guys like you're both probably easy criers well maybe not I feel like uh Maggie you'd be more of an easy crier than Emma I feel like I am yeah like more yeah interesting no I cry all the time. Yeah, but I feel like it's not easy, Emma. Like, it takes a lot for you to, like, cry, I feel like. Your emotions are kind of, like, I feel like, I don't know, unless it's something that really Uh, affects uh, you. It takes me a second to cry. Really? Interesting. Uh I can also give you guys um, advice based on your moon sign. Um, 
So for Emma, you're a Leo moon. And I owe every time I have a client that has a Leo moon, I'm like, your recipe is so simple. All you need to do in your free time is give yourself the space to feel like the main character, like dress up, do your hair, do your makeup, literally dress the way that you would if you were going to like a red carpet and go on a hot girl walk or like go pose in front of the mirror and like take pictures of yourself where you feel really in your element. Like that's something that can really help you reset when you're feeling like shit. Anything that makes it, you like, be like, be able, does. <laughs> yeah, right. Like being able to just, that is like what I do. <laughs> that reminds me of your TikToks when you would do your full makeup and like not I, even leave the house. I felt like her during that time. Yeah. Like I literally would never leave and I would do full, like full beat, like full beat. There you go. And then I would just like make videos and stuff and then I would feel like amazing. Yeah. See, that's how you regulate. You have to do that more. Yeah. Anytime you're feeling really low. Yeah. You just really have to get back into that vibe and then it'll just reset you. Every time Um, I feel low, I literally am like, I should put some makeup on. (laughs) I don't know why. Yeah. Yep. That's always, every time I have a Leah Moon client, that's always the go-to. It's like, when's the last time you got dressed really cute though? Probably not for a long time. Um, And then for Taurus Moon, Maggie, for you, um, same as me, you will do really well when if like you have a really bad day or you're just feeling really low. um, Do something where you can like really romanticize very simple pleasures. For example, it could be like lighting a candle, getting your space all cute and doing some journaling or just doing something where you're in an environment that you feel really safe and cozy and secure in um, and that allows you to really connect with your the five senses like a really soft blanket or again like a really good smelling candle um, maybe like a really good steaming cup of hot tea anything like that is a really good way for you to kind of recharge and reconnect with yourself um, when you're not feeling too good so that is so you Maggie you'll like I did you'll that light a candle night. and take a bath <laughs> I lit candles. I took a bath. I like did a bubble bath with eucalyptus and I turned my lights off and I had so a you. big lemon, like seltzer water with lemon. It was so relaxing. And I got in bed early. It was like mm-hmm. very Taurus moon vibes. Very, wow. very Taurus moon vibes. <laughs> so yeah, hilarious. every time you're feeling off, that should be like your go-to just to kind of reset yourself. So. Oh my God. Well, what a great way to end off the episode. Yeah. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. Also, thank you so much, Nadia, for coming on the show Mm -hmm. and let everybody know like where they can find you, all your socials and all of that. So yes, you guys can find me on TikTok, on Instagram. It's Nadia Khaled. Um, And then for, I also have my website. If anybody is interested in in manifestation slash alignment coaching, um, you can go to the link on www.nadiakcoaching.com and you can apply there. So yeah. Thank you for having me, by the way. This was so fun. Oh my gosh. Of course. Also, before we end off the episode, has anybody ever told you that you look like Kylie Jenner? I kept thinking that. I was like the (laughs) The whole time. time you're talking, I'm like, I, you just look like her so much. You guys have like the same eyes, like same features. Yes, I do get that a lot, especially on TikTok. Every time I have my makeup fully done. Actually, I did, this is how, um, this is what people usually say. When I'm not wearing makeup, it's Kendall. And then when I really? am wearing makeup, it's Kylie. Yeah, everybody, like it's like a, a common theme on all the comment sections. So yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. That. You just look like Kylie so much. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Thanks. I take that as a compliment because I think she's really pretty. So yeah, Thank she's you. beautiful. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe, listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your shows. And we will see you guys next week. Love you. Love you. Bye.